0: the pwc network what the world is watching and listening to
1: hello this is homeboy 88 of the homeboy 88 podcast if you like hip-hop video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy 88 podcast, constantly in the top Apple podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy 88 podcast. Search for it and listen today.
2: Oh,
3: hello,
2: Lord Lord. Ding dong. Hello?
4: Yes, that's right, infidels!
5: Of honor, and it has been since 2002.
3: What I think fans can expect at Final Battle is some of the greatest wrestling that they'll see. What Ring of Honor has always been about for the past 20 years. We know Final Battle every year. History is made. This is your Final Battle in Japan. It doesn't get
4: any bigger or better than this. World champion! Oh my God! Injection! Kylo Reitlin finally
3: conquering out a home! I done that Evo! Let's go, let's get number two! This is, to me, the most important final battle, out of all of the final battles, that Ring of Honor has had in his 20-year
5: history. It marks the commencement of something that will hopefully catapult Ring of Honor into a new era. And it all culminates on December the 10th for Final Battle.
6: A lot of people had high hopes for when AEW and Tony Khan purchased Ring of Honor. A lot of people were hoping that this is going to be the Ring of Honor that they loved. And Chris took that away from them. And I feel responsible because I could not stop Chris. What initially started out as a deliberate desecration of the legacy of Ring of Honor has now led to me becoming the greatest Ring of Honor champion of all time. Oh, the irony.
5: What Chris Jericho is doing right now is nothing short of historic. Chris Jericho is on a whirlwind pace that no other Ring of Honor World Champion has had as champion. It
3: seems like he thinks that he, Chris Jericho, is bigger than Ring of Honor itself. I am the greatest, the most
6: important Ring of Honor Champion of all time. All honor the Ocho! You cannot be a Ring of Honor Champion without honor. Chris Jericho does not represent what Ring of Honor means and meant to me. I have to stop Chris at final battle.
0: Claudio Casignoli with a massive
6: right hand. And I think the message has been sent to the Ocho. He attacked me like a criminal. And you know why? Because he has lost every time it really matters. He can't win the big one against Chris Jericho. I don't just need to beat you. I have to beat you. I will give you one more chance at the Ring of Honor Championship. But if you lose, you will become the new member of the Jericho Appreciation Society! I've been tired lately. Tired of all the drama. I'm tired of being looked at as the guy who doesn't win the big one. If I don't win that final battle, I deserve to be in the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society.
5: Claudio is the one wrestler that has proven that he can pin and submit Chris Jericho. He's done it twice on AEW television. To me, Claudio is the only man that can stop Chris Jericho and his reign of terror with the Ring of Honor World Championship.
3: I think Claudio is determined enough that he will regain this Ring of Honor World title. However, you can only prepare for someone like Chris Jericho so much so he made pull a trick out
6: of his sleeve that no one's ever seen before. Claudio, every time we step in the ring, it is a great match. There is no doubt about that. And you have beaten me twice. But when it comes to the big game for the championship playoff, Chris Jericho always wins. And at Final Battle, I am going to beat you and open up a new door for your career. I feel the pressure of every single person who loves. I feel the pressure of every single person that supported me over my career. What it comes down to now is, who can dig deeper? Who wants it more? I think Claudio Castagnoli is a tremendous pro wrestler, but I think he's a better sportsman. I think there's so much inside of him that we haven't even seen, because he has done things a certain way. He hasn't had the guidance and the mentorship of a Chris Jericho. He hasn't been to the top of the mountain like I have.
5: You don't get many opportunities at the Ring of Honor World Championship. And for Claudio, this may be his last shot, his final chance at Final Battle.
3: As for Chris Jericho, it's like a party. And that party may come to an end if he loses the Ring of Honor World Championship here.
6: I will put an end to your disgraceful reign for myself and every Ring of Honor fan out there. I'm tired of the Ring of Jericho. I'm tired of you disgracing the Ring of Honor World Championship. And I'm gonna walk out Final Battle and be the new Ring of Honor world. general You're in black and white. And when you join the Jericho Appreciation Society, you're gonna hit the land of Oz, man. The land of the JS and everything's in white, and Technicolor. I can't wait to have you join us, Claudio. This all
2: started in Toronto. Wow, Dina answered with that. By oh, the crowd all over here! A lot of people forget the fact that I wrestled on the Indies for 10 years before I got signed to the other place. You know, I just lost who I was there. I lost everything about myself trying to be the good guy that everyone expected me to be. And then it all changed in Toronto. It's a hot oh! fight! It it was just something different. Like, it it just, I don't know if it was cold air that night. I don't know if it was the people booing me out of the arena from the moment my music hit. It was just a different night for me. Don't mistake the smiles on Athena, she's a competitor. This is who I am. And for the first time in, I don't know, seven, eight years, I feel like Athena is finally going to show the world who she is. If you look back at the history of women's wrestling, and where Athena has been, I made Athena. She can tell you that.
5: Heading into this Ring of Honor Women's World Championship bout, I think a lot of fans may not know that Athena and Mercedes have some long standing history emanating from the Shimmer promotion. Shimmer was interesting.
2: Back at Shimmer, no one knew who Athena was. For five long years, I've been trying to prove myself in the world of women's wrestling. I was the young kid coming in for an opportunity and Mercedes was this established veteran that most of the locker feared for some reason.
3: Mercedes Martinez and Athena have carried the flag of women's wrestling. I remember everyone said, Go oh Mercedes, she's the greatest.
2: Mercedes, that's the person that you have to, to become someone and shimmer. And
3: so I took that challenge on. They've had many battles together. But never on a stage like Final Battle.
5: They come into this bout very different wrestlers than they were when they competed at Shimmer. I do have a lot of respect for Mercedes. Well, I did.
2: But well, Dana just decked Aubrey Edwards! I would never take away from her talent, from her determination, from her passion for this business. But the way she's going about things right now is the wrong way. Boy, Mercedes Martinez, the Ring of Honor Women's World Champion. She's been out with injury. She hasn't been to work in three months. But she is here and she has seen
0: enough out of Athena.
2: Yeah, I've been gone for a little bit, but I've come back better. I've come back stronger. I've come back more determined and with more passion in my heart for this business than ever before.
5: And a new Ring of Honor Women's World Champion crowned here tonight. Mercedes Martinez, your victor. Mercedes isn't Jody Trett with all due respect. Mercedes is a world champion, and Mercedes is a fighter.
2: This title means everything to me. This title is a culmination of how hard I have worked in this business to put Ring of Honor Women's Division on the map. You're big, you're bad, and hell, oh, you're probably the hardest hitter in this locker room. But that's not going to stop me. You come with your aggression. You come with that fight. Bring that same energy that you have been bringing week after week and putting it on the girls. Bring that bitch mentality. This title is going to stay around my waist. Know that December 10th, it's not my final battle. It is going to be yours. To beat her for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, Would be superb. It would be the icing on the cake and definitely the push I need here at AEW. (laughs) But to retire Mercedes Martinez, well, that's a sweet, sweet victory, ain't it?
0: The Jenny, huh? The Jenny, the Jenny. Look at the Jenny, my friend. We went through so many guys. The embassy is steamrolling
2: through everything that AEW has sent our way. I look at those three and I, I think it'd be exciting to get in the ring with, I don't know, three mountains of meat. I mean, think of how heightened the drama is gonna be when when me and my boys are, are wrestling a couple of hippopotamuses. If you know anything about the history of the
0: embassy, the embassy is a cornerstone in Ring of Honor. And that final battle, when the embassy makes its grand return to help raise this company out of the ashes, the embassy with Brian Cage, Toa, and Khan of the Gates of
2: Agony are gonna be the new ROH six-man champion. Me and my boys have the six-man tag team championships. That says we are the best. But it also attracts some of the toughest challenges there is, and that's exactly what I'm looking for. I look at the embassy, and I see something exciting. I see a challenge. I see three men that are gonna help me and my boys put on the performance that the audience crave.
0: So, Dalton Castle and the Boys, ha, 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 ha. the six-man
2: titles are coming home to the embassy at Final Battle. At Final Battle, there is going to be a contest like you've never seen before. Because we are getting in the ring with three wilderness. Yeah, I mean, the embassy, sure, they got size, they got muscles, but I got bones. And these
4: boys, come, come here, they got attitude. And me. I got the power of a peacock pumping through my veins. When we get in that ring, there's gonna be an explosion. And the real winner that night is gonna be the viewer because we are gonna give them the greatest final battle ever.
0: Since I wrestled Will of Yuta last time, I thought it was gonna be a battle of who has grown the most. Yuta beat me our first matchup. I beat him the second matchup. I proved that I've grown more. That's Eight. it! Yeah. Scoop did it! Daniel Garcia, without the assistance of Chris Jericho,
4: defeats Wheeler Yuta.
0: I beat him when I was going through one of the hardest times of my life. So imagine what I'm going to do to him and how bad I'm going to beat him now that I'm confident in myself and now that I know exactly who I should be and I know where I belong. And that's being a sports entertainment.
5: He's defending the Ring of Honor Pure Championship on the biggest stage that he has faced to date. There will be more eyes, more Ring of Honor fans focused on what happens to the Pure Championship than ever before. I've learned that there's some people I can trust, there's some
3: people I can't. Daniel Garcia is one of those people that I can't trust. So I'm going to put an end to this chapter by winning my Pure Championship back. I'm just so sick of Will Utah. I'm sick of seeing his
0: face, I'm sick of hearing his name, I'm sick of being tagged in tweets, I'm sick of all that. And I'm ready
5: to put this final battle, it's going to be a final battle for real. I'm really ready to put this to rest. There's a lot of pressure on Daniel Garcia, a lot that he puts on himself, a lot that Chris Jericho puts on him, but more importantly, a lot that the Ring of Honor fans will put on him. And I'm excited to see how he reacts in Texas.
3: Garcia's been trying to drive a wedge between me and my mentors for a very long time. He's been trying to do everything he can to get in the way of the Black Bull Combat Club. We're we're over it. This is over. Final battle, that is it.
0: When we had that sit-down with Renee a couple weeks ago.
4: You know
0: nothing about her, right? I'm glad I made the right choice joining the JAS, because the Black Moon Comic Club is falling apart. It took everything inside of me not to leap across that interview set with Renee Young and to wrap my hands around the story. And I know in a Pures match, I can't do any of that. But it's going to make me feel even better that I beat him without having to win. Winning the Pure championship, bringing it back to the BCC means everything to me.
3: The only reason that I want anything to do with Daniel Garcia anymore is because he has my pure championship. And I have to prove that I deserve it. I have to prove that I deserve to be in the group I'm in.
0: I'm a B-Han at what he thinks his own game is, being a pure technical wrestler. He thinks because I'm a sports entertainer, I can't do
3: that as good thing. But I proved that I can, and I'm proved that I can do it good. At Final Battle, I will bring back my Ring of Honor pure championship to the Blackpool Combat Club.
0: The event is called Final Battle, and this is going to be the final battle between me you and you are for hopefully a very long time. I'm gonna put this to rest. I'm gonna hurt him so bad in that ring that he's not gonna wanna think about stepping in a ring or a room with me for a very long time. I think I'm gonna scar him. I'm gonna hurt him, and I'm gonna abuse him in the ring.
4: I used to watch Samoa Joe when I was 15, 16 years old. And I used to watch him beat the crap out of people then. They don't get any tougher than Samoa Joe. I would like to welcome you to a new and glorious era. If you want to prove yourself in this business, there's no greater name to do it against than Samoa Joe. He's the personification of toughness in this business. Nobody hits harder for as long. 20 years this guy's been beating the crap out of people. He's a legend in this business. And I'm challenging him, I'm calling him up. I'm saying, you say you're a hard fighter, you say you hit hard, you're the champion of television. Put that championship on the line against me.
5: Samoa Joe has elevated the Ring of Honor World Television Championship to the point where it's on par with the Ring of Honor World Championship. And and that's very difficult to do considering Samoa Joe has a record-breaking reign with the Ring of Honor World Championship. Samoa Joe is synonymous with Ring of Honor.
3: He is the longest reigning world champion in Ring of Honor history to this day. When Samoa Joe reappeared in Ring of Honor at Supercard of Honor, it was such a big moment and it reaffirmed that Ring of Honor was indeed still Ring of Honor.
4: For the last seven years, I've been in New Japan
3: Pro Wrestling,
4: proving myself every single night, fighting some of the toughest fighters on this planet. But yet there's still people in America who call themselves wrestling fans who don't know who Juice Robinson is. One of only two men to have two victories over John Moxley. Well, on December 11th, you're all gonna wake up From the night before, ROH Final Battle, and you will have watched Juice Robinson versus Samoa Joe, and you will see that I proved myself against one of the hardest hitters in the last 20 years in this business. Win, lose, or draw, you will know who Juice
5: Robinson is. Juice don't care, man, just go for it. He is vicious. Joe prides himself on being the undisputed king of television.
4: For I am. The one
6: true king of television. All
5: kings get dethroned. He simultaneously has held the Ring of Honor World Television Championship and the TNT title. And Joe brings a big fight feel to every match he's in.
3: Samoa Joe has always been one of the most intense, hard-hitting professional wrestlers in the world. But now this new attitude of his, I think we're going to continue to see another level of his aggression. Oh,
4: the title belt could be He's over. It's, He's over. it's over. It's over. I have been in the ring with some of the best AEW wrestlers in the history of the company. John Moxley, Cody, Kenny Omega. December 10th, we're going to add your name to that list, Samoa Joe. And the thing about all three of those guys that I just named, I've beaten them all before. December 10th, I'm going to beat you, Smallville and I'm going to walk out with the Ring of Honor World Television title. <laughs>
1: Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts and seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Littman. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Final Battle Review Show. I'm your host Jimmy T, and my co-host is back as per usual. He's evil double PLE dose, Mr. Jeff Flitman. Welcome back to the PWC. And what the
7: hell is the HAPS? What's going on, everyone? My God, I was in a bad mood watching that card of the, the cryon go through three or four times. Listening to that thing by the remake of Sad but True it was good the first time, but by the fourth time, but then you saved the day by putting in. Horror ain't the righteous. Is. No man, Vincent's music, of course, is not yes. of honor any, anymore, but this music, oh, kicks. I know, but
1: still. It does kick, that's why I used it. Absolutely. And why isn't Vincent part of AEW or Ring of Honor? What's going on
7: there, man? Well he's with Impact right now, but or he was, there's been a lot of uh, he's there's a lot of rumors swirling around him and Dutch. That they are either joining NXT or they may be part of the Wyatt story or both.
1: Well, I hope that's the letter is right because it was he would suit and as a matter of fact it'd be pretty awesome.
7: Well, the two of them actually fit because for those who don't know what Vincent looks like, he sort of looks like Charles Manson with giant long dreadlocks. So he looks like Bray Wyatt except he's thin, but he's all padded up and everything. He sort of looks like Mark, Br- like the Mark Briscoe. If Mark Briscoe had long dreadlocks. Long and a longer beard yeah so he could look like one version of gray whereas dutch is enormous we get the man must be six five he's probably close to 400 pounds. he he makes brody king look not small but not gigantic um mm. and so he could easily be like the bigger than life version you know, the, the husk of pig type the 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 the, the fiend in you know carnate whatever the but uh I know. I'm I'm color me intrigued, but uh neither of them are on final battle. <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. And look at us talk about anyone that's not on
1: final battle. But anyway, let's get into final battle, Jeff, because
7: actually before we do, I just want that's to fucking Rollins get something soul, most of Vincent's act, by the way. hold his whole walk down <laughs> his crazy clothes, the way he walks down <laughs> the, the crowd. So
1: I can see where you're coming from. Yeah i know what you're saying i know what you mean i can see that if he comes out in a in a onesie if you know what i mean then uh he'll totally rip him off if you know what i mean
7: well but, yeah, um with the ring of honor budget you've got one or two outfits so not not a different outfit every week <laughs> that's
1: true that's true but before we get into the review i just want to touch on a couple of important things that's
7: happened during the week first of all mandy rose fired that's what i'm hearing listen Everyone knows how to about Mandy Rose. I'm in a bit of denial. I want, I want to be like you and, and your partner, Douglas, and call it a work and say that the, 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 to be a Royal Rumble surprise entrance. But what I'm hearing is that Mattel, this violated her contract with Mattel through the figures and, that, and that's through WWE. And as such, WWE gave her the choice, says only fans are us. And she chose OnlyFans, saying that it made her more money, and that she either requested her release or that's the choice she made. Um, this is one day. This is from the dirt sheets. Everyone's reporting what the dirt sheet says. Meanwhile, nine of, out of every other ten days, I'm, t- I'm reading the same people telling me I should never pay attention to the dirt sheets. So, so let's let's see what happens. But. Uh, it's not hard for me to believe that she makes more from OnlyFans. who would make the choices apparently she has other options and opportunities whatever it is it was a hell of a ride she made herself a star she was the star of NXT for the last year plus she was my breakout star of the year last year at age 30 or 31. um and i don't know great rain i you know hope whatever whatever she does goes well Uh, and if she wants to get back into wrestling i hope I hope it's back with with the E. If not, I'm, I'm sure she, I'm sure she won't have trouble finding a job.
1: You know what, Jeff? I believe I've got the footage. to uh, why she probably would have got. I, you don't want to see it? Not not even interesting. I should show I should show our viewers and listeners what's going on here, Jeff. And you, and because I want to know, like, have you seen it at all? No, I haven't. You haven't. Let me show you something, and you tell me if it's too raunchy enough jeff okay how about that because it's ridiculous now tell me if you can see the screen you can see the screen clearly right Um, now check this out
7: mm -hmm. ah I I, I don't I don't know Uh, I mean,
1: wait it gets bitter it gets bitter.
7: Uh huh.
1: (laughs) Like seriously.
7: Okay yeah. She's been doing this
1: for a while now.
7: Okay well listen you know sometimes there's a leak but uh, I mean I think she knew what she was doing. i i don't know what her deal is and i don't know what the contract is and and whatever it is but yeah i think this is raunchier than you know bikini shots so you think this is fireable? i mean especially depending on what her what what her contract says and if there's a standard morals clause and i mean i assume she got pre-approval to do only well well. and they they probably gave her some parameters and my guess this crossed the line Oh, Osborne, oh, oh, And apparently funny, with the arrow, we've been it. the water would
1: get out. Like, oh, i at... They allowed their own
7: wrestlers yeah, the to off do their own stuff. Echoes over echoes over echoes.
1: I may oh, so, oh yeah, right Jesus, Jesus, you should've told me that beforehand. I know why. But anyway, let me just get this off. And let me get out of here. Yeah. The point is, let me just get out of this. Mm -hmm.
2: Hope everyone
1: has a great day. What was that? Uh, It's Mandy Rose talking.
2: talking. uh, She's still talking? What
1: the hell, man? Wait, let me get her off. We had 17 Uh, windows. uh, Shut up, Mandy. (laughs) Well, you can still see it.
7: Yeah, but I saw it before. right. Right,
1: right. Anyway, we got past that. Anyway, the point is... Do you think that was too raunchy for WWE?
7: Clearly, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, I, I've I've seen all of the goofy arguments and the well, what about China and Sable and, they weren't a publicly traded company then. They weren't PG then. Uh, do they do they push sexual? Yeah, well, abortion? they were
1: public in nineteen, but they were public in nineteen ninety nine, and pretty. by that point, yes, they were in nineteen ninety nine is when they became public. Look it up. Uh, I remember that Um like, t- I'll sh- let me look it up right now. I'm telling you. I'm telling you now, Jeff. It was 1999 when they went public. Okay. Uh, um, I remember it like it was yesterday. And I, like I actually remember it from back then. Like as in, I don't know why I, no. I even even so.
7: That. They're. I mean, they're a very different company now than they were then, and. Even when they went after they went public, there's a lot of learning you have to do to become the difference between becoming a public company and a private company, just in the disclosures and the pressures. And they have much bigger TV contracts with a lot of different players now. And it's just the world has changed, the, the, the world has changed. And so, what happened 20 years ago, you know, or even 10 years ago, in some cases, three years ago, doesn't apply, apply now. I mean. Notably, there's new management now as well. So, um, but that's true too. Again, again, the information I got is that Mattel was actually the 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 linchpin here. That they were there. Mattel, who was, who makes a lot of the toys and merchandise for WWE, this actually was violative of their contract with the talent via WWE. But there may be more to it. I, I don't know. This is this is day one of a new story. You know, I'm sure there's going to be more. Um, I'm not happy about it, but I, I, can, I can surmise reasons why it's contractually legal or maybe even contractually obligated. Uh, my further understanding is that she still has the option that if she drops it and changes her mind. They would love to have her back. Um, it does explain. Is that, is that official? Nothing's official. Oh we we're all getting it from different sources which none of them are more official than any other. I didn't see anything from www.com announcing her release. I've, I haven't, so nothing's official. I'm just going to tell you from true. the source that's that actually I find, true. Yeah. Just the source that I find most reliable is reporting that she's welcome back if she changes her mind and drops this. I don't know how long that how long that offer is for. I assume that because that offer is still good that there that the that whether she's on an NXT or WWE contract, I'm not sure. But there's a 30 to 90 day non-compete clause. So those of you who think she's going to be Soraya's mystery partner, abandon that hope right away. Um, that that's that's one rumor you can kill, no matter what the underlying story is. Um, I don't know what, what can I tell you. Is it it it's a it's a sad day in wrestling. Toxic Attraction went from a great act to a tag team, which quite frankly. Yeah, not so great. They're they they're good enough, but they're, I mean, they're their finisher stinks. Uh, you know, they're okay. She was the glue. She 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 was the Ric Flair that the, 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 you know made the other the others look interesting.
1: That's true. Facebook user says, as a Christian, she's going to hell. <laughs> also, Facebook user says, '99 went public. See, and from 98 to '07, WWE had a relationship with Playboy because that was artistic. Fine, <laughs> and Fuck Mattel, Hasbro all day.
7: Okay. Well, there's a lot, (laughs) lot, there was some good information there.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go, Jeff, 1999, just quietly. And and what about
7: I I live with a company that, that went public and I saw all of the missteps and changes that they had to do begrudgingly as they went from a private company, as they went from Amex to the New York Stock Exchange. And like everything kept getting harder and harder for them but they couldn't resist people buying shares and, and big investors and, and having, you know, basically using other people's money. And that, that that's the trade-off. And when the world changes, the world changes first for institutional investors, you know, through buying through advertisers.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what about uh, Matt Riddle? What the hell is going on here? Is It's not the weed, bro. No, it weed seems like it that could that. be it could be the sniffles or something. Uh, that's <laughs> Someone's what going saw. sniff and sniff.
7: I saw it's a second violation, and that it's it's cocaine and MVMA. Um, so Ooh, listen, yo, we, dude, we were, <laughs> listen, we've been talking about how he wasn't uh. the same since the RK Bros, but that but that recently in in the last I don't know six or seven weeks he's gone from you know being sort of aimless but still the same guy to being less funny stupider dumber like annoying and irritating <laughs> and you know maybe, maybe this is the reason for it maybe it wasn't just that he wasn't having chemistry with people maybe there was a, a real problem with it i think a little bit classless of them going forward with elias you know the song in the shape of a joint still doing the joint jokes um but i guess i have to remember that 97 percent of the people who watch wrestling aren't on twitter and aren't smart fans and don't care about all this shit <laughs>
1: Well, I could actually, I'm I'm hoping they do this with Riddle as punishment when he comes back. I think we need this. 2.0 as Riddle. Riddle and Moppy. Can you picture, take Saturn's face out, put Riddle there, and you got Moppy and Riddle. I mean, that's a thing. That could be a thing. I could see it.
7: Uh, when he beats people, he should put like two of those like 90-day recovery coins on their eyes.
1: You'd be like Moppy dude (laughs) Seriously I can picture it Uh, Come on WWE Pull the trigger And and go Moppy with Riddle I'm telling you It's money And and one other thing Jeff Before we actually get on To Ring of Honor proper What about Vince McMahon The rumors are swirling That apparently Vince Wants back in
7: Yeah well I mean that was the story Of yesterday But today Everyone's silent on it So I'm not sure really what what's up there. All, all I can tell you is that I think it's a little bit convenient that the Vice documentary dropped yesterday and the Peacock one's gonna drop next week. Uh, and now there's silence about it. I never uh, dismiss what the Hubrick 1% class think they can get away with. The quote he said, what rings to my lawyer's ears is when he said, I got bad advice and listened to the wrong people because that's what you say when you're trying to undo a contract, that it was undue duress Mm. or coercion. And don't be surprised if this goes forward. And that's a big if because if this goes forward, it's going to be messy and it's going to tank the stock price. And that's his wealth uh, and that's his legacy. And he doesn't want either of those things being tanked. But one of the people thrown under the bus might be Jerry McDivitt. Um, because he can't represent oh, either really? of them. This is a giant conflict. He's represented Vince and WWE <laughs> uh, together and independently before, so he can't, he can't pick a side here. Uh, no one's going to inform, consent him out, but he'll probably talk about friends and family and say that the but, – mm-hmm. but the key is no one ever says that, that my daughter and son, you know, influenced me or son-in-law and, I, you know, I listen too much to my wife. They do say I get bad advice, advice from my lawyers. So, so it, it, it'll be the lawyers if it goes out. All the people who are telling me that, that he's the majority shareholder and he can just vote himself in and do whatever he wants, you're sort of right, but you're also wrong. I guarantee you that they wrote a release when he agreed to step down, when he was allowed to resign, when he forfeited those stock options, when he agreed to repay $15 million in, in, in fees that WWE would have to expense now, things like that. That, there was a, that there's a contract in that, and I guarantee you in that release, in that contract, in that NDA, um, that's definitely in their non, non-disclosure agreement, non-disparagement agreement, that in there somewhere is a restriction on him coming back to power, and that's why he said the I got bad advice line. But even if it's not there, board members will file suits, investors will file suits, uh, officers, there'll be injunctions, this will be messy. Even if he could vote, you know, even he came back, the board would give a no of confidence. He would dismiss the board. He'd have to populate a new board. There would be litigation in 92 different directions. It would make everybody's head spin, and it would be in so many different federal and state courts. Just, just keeping track of, the, of the courts trying to consolidate and agree upon what court or courts can hear all these matters. If they could even agree on that, it would be enough to give people headaches before we even got to the merits. So, but but the silence that nothing's being reported about it today is interesting, and I think says a lot.
1: Spot on, dude. Couldn't have put it better myself. Dollar club resting in the chest says Mandy is a saint. She uh, is. She absolutely I, is a saint.
7: I prefer a sinner.
1: Well, yeah. I guess you're right. Up first sinner too
7: well but Vince but buys NWA to... ability, that ruins my desire is to buy nwa and but say that kiana james bought it and have her run it yeah as opposed There's to just no buying out fallon hell. yeah as opposed to just uh, buying out fallon henley's parents mortgages
1: yeah. loans on their bank yeah. uh, on There's their bar no calling
7: chance. those calling those notes in
1: if they're not the wwf or the wwe he ain't touching that shit because it's not his But anyway, let's get into Ring of Honor, Jeff. That was the news for the week since, you know, we've done our last show. What about the news of the week for Ring of Honor? Their TV that's totally not TV.
7: Their Honor Club that totally is worse than what Honor Club was two years ago. Pay-per-views on 90-day delays doesn't even include
1: pay-per-views. We said this from when Ring of Honor first... Got bought by TK. That why not use Honor Club? Why not use Honor Club? We kept saying it. He finally listened, it, but he's he's freaking stubborn, Jeff. I'll give him that. He tried.
7: Well, it's like he the Bart Simpson I cake, mean, the the the, the gift, you know, Jeff. At least you tried. Put the cake in the garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, cannot tell I mean, you how, how many people told me, me the HBO Max deal is confirmed. It's just waiting to be announced. And all of them telling me how smart they were. And I'm like, what breadcrumb are you looking at that leads you to believe that HBO Max has any interest in professional wrestling, along with the White Lotus and the Sopranos and like the Banshees of Isherlin? I mean what, what I mean, come on. <laughs> they, they would want the Ring of Honor Library. They want they want Armory and Bingo Hall wrestling. They want they want Steve Carino on their TV screens. Jimmy Jake. No, I don't think I guess so. they do. Well, clearly they did <laughs> Facebook- not. They they did not even want it on True TV or IDTV or or any n- Animal Planet. They, they they didn't want it anywhere near any of their Animal show. Planet.
1: Well, Facebook user says Vince and AEW will be glorious. It would be, but it
7: ain't happening, pal. Is wired <laughs> and- to pick a female wrestler? Maybe, maybe maybe she picks Vince as her partner. Is it Vincent? Is, is, is that confirmed? Because I, I'm not surprised.
1: So apparently, the final battle, Barrett, over under 29K,
7: apparently it was the biggest gate in the history. Is that true? A final battle? I be, believe it. I mean, if they had more than 700 people, it's their biggest fucking gate.
1: <laughs> hey, there was a time where they had a few thousand, Jeff. For but for shows, final but for final battle, are you sure? I don't no 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 I don't know about a final battle. I'm just saying a ring of honor pay-per-view in general.
7: Because I've been to the last two or three final battles and there was never more than maybe a thousand people and I was being generous. Most times not more than four hundred.
1: Let me make that clear. I'm not talking about final battle because I'm not sure. All I know is an event. Well, he, that he's I had watched the biggest I'm Final about the
7: battle in years. That's that's that's, that's right. what think, maybe ever. I'm not sure Final Maybe. Battle is the name of the that they use all the way, but I wouldn't be surprised if they. I mean, if they, if they, the sold last five six years they have, if if they sold twenty nine thousand pay per views, I that's probably more than Ring of Honor has ever sold except for except for these. I mean, people weren't buying Ring of Honor pay per views; they were getting on Honor Club if they were watching it.
1: Apparently they had one k plus tickets unsold in Texas. Thank you, Facebook user.
7: Yeah, they, they had about twenty three or twenty five hundred tickets sold. I thought that's it. I mean, not. It was like a it was like a dynamite episode. I mean, yeah,
1: probably a lot less. I mean, there was a few people for a Ring of Honor show. It just feels too much. I'll say one thing, Rick and Boney this time was so much better on commentary, man. I don't know if he's been hearing what we've been saying. He's usually very uh, laid back, sort of too laid back for my liking a lot of the times. But I well, felt on this paper, even, even Caprice Coleman, I felt this was the best I've ever heard them both on any Ring of, Ring of Honor show in the history of Ring of Honor. Well,
7: this is their mean really with each other, calling Ring of Honor matches, not with Excalibur and Taz and Tony Schiavone and all all, all of those folks. You know, in their ear, Jericho, you know, they're not they're not they're not competing for mic time. They don't know when they're when they can say things. I mean, one thing I think we can surmise about AW Productions is that there's not a lot of coordination. They're leaving it to like the Jim Rosses <laughs> and whatever to, you know, to lead it as, as much as possible and to control themselves. And so when Rick Abani and Caprice Coleman come in, they're probably not given much direction. And it's probably a bit of a mess. Um so it's just the two of them. They have worked together a million times. They both love Ring of Honor. But even so, I mean, I was listening to it, and compared to what I'm used to in commentary, I mean, it really felt like I was watching golf or tennis compared to oh, wrestling. No, no, no.
1: You're right. You're right. Don't get me wrong.
7: They're, they're nowhere near on the level of everyone else. Listen, but guys. As far I as I want to big time all of you, but I have a bunch of texts here from Big Ray <laughs> Hernandez, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna respond to him while I'm while you're talking.
1: Okay, no, no worries, Jeff. He's I don't know if I should. He's a like. big time guy. Cool. He is big time. He's Big Ray Hernandez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the big fella himself. One of the founding fathers of HMG. Just quietly. What up, Big Ray? What's, what's the haps? When are you going to jump on? But anyway, let's move on to the first pre show matchup. It is Jeff Cobb versus Mascara dorada eh what can i say jeff cobb just basically runs the road for a pop-up tour of the islands and a swinging slam to win one two three game over why but was I liked this what I saw.
7: why was this match on neither one of these guys is in AEW or ring of honor neither one i mean yeah okay. new japan let let's start something nice let's let's start something nice including zero hour where Tony added five matches or some shit to that um this card still went only three and a half hours so thank you that, that that's terrific so let me say something nice about that um i'm not sure any of the matches were terrible just a whole lot of them felt unimportant and unnecessary um and this is one of them i mean i like seeing jeff cobb i mean i know that tony likes to put paydays out there and and or appearance fees and maintain good relations with lots of people. Was 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 this mascara? Is he was that Grand Metalik? I think it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty think sure so it is, too. and it looked like him
1: the way the way he was moving. Yeah, I'm 100 certain because the no, last I'm, time he was on
7: AW Television, he looked the same. No, I'm 100 percent Grand Metalik, and his new name was on this card. I'm just I just wasn't sure if it was this match, but yeah. Anyway, Jeff Cobb won, like you said. This match was it was a match, but this could have been a TV match. And frankly, I was confused why you spent time putting this on. But since I paid forty dollars for it, I mean, at the time I was worried. But after three and a half hours, I mean, I guess he was trying to get me my money's worth. It's it still wasn't. This was was, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. This was there was only one match uh, um, that that lived up to being a pay-per-view worthy match. That doesn't mean all the matches were bad, but there was only one that was. Memorable, but uh, this wasn't it. I mean, I think we've said plenty about this match. That has nothing to do with Ring of Honor nor AEW.
1: True. Let's move on. Uh, The next matchup, though, is between Daddy Magic and Cool Hand defeating Shinobi Shadow Squad, Cheeseburger, and Eli Isom. Ah, fuck this match.
7: Agree. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times they've said that, that Shinobi Shadow Squad is never getting back together again. Um, Blake Christian, by the way, I'm pretty sure is the third guy from Shinobi Shadow, Shadow Squad. He was in a different match. Um, Eli Isom actually looked gigantic next to all these guys, and Eli Isom is a, <laughs> is a pretty slim guy. Now, that's not to say he hasn't been working at it since last I've seen him. Um, but you know, once you saw you know 2.0 or whatever they call themselves now win the match, you knew it was an AEW show, not a Ring of Honor show because it was a Ring of Honor show. They would have had Eli Isum and Cheeseburger win just, just for the, the crowd. But no, they 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 can't have uh they can't have their precious people lose even in unimportant matches and, and Menard and Parker were in two more segments slash matches during the course of this paper there.
1: Yeah, and I dig F basically yeah. about this match too, even though I do like Ever Eyes, whatever two whatever they want to call themselves. I do like them in a weird way, but um, especially Daddy Magic,
7: you know, it's like, hey, it's both Yeah, yeah. How can you they're not like fine. that? They're, they're, they're fine. They're good workers. They're safe workers. I mean, there's a reason they got a lot of... They are actually good workers. That's true. Yeah, yeah well, it, it, you know, I don't know, but nobody needs them on a pay-per-view. I guess they don't get much work on, on primary and regular pay-per-view, so they, they got this payday as a as a thank you, but they're always on TV. They're always involved in something. They're always on sc- I don't know. It, this match was just okay. It was fine. But again, this was an unimportant match. There's no story. There's nothing to be told. And you would think that if it's on a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, you'd have an unimportant team lose to the Ring of Honor sort of you know, favorites. I mean, Heisberger, as absurd as he is, and he is absurd, um, <laughs> he at, at least is, is a Ring of Honor guy.
1: He is. He actually is. But I can't stand him for years. I haven't been able to stand him, dude. I don't. I don't understand. No, how this guy has? I hate to say it. He's. Ter- how does he get a spot on television, dude? Like I don't. I don't get it. This is the No offense.
7: cousin something. on the show later. <laughs> Uh, I, I, guess, I guess he's a anyway, Sloppy Joe or, or Slider, right? I don't know. Filet-O-Fish.
1: Sloppy Joe. filet of fish I, I actually like filet of fish as Jeff. Don't, yeah. don't like... Uh, I'm like fish, I like my food. I love filet of fish But anyway, let's move on from that because we go from trash to even more trash nice. and he's Willow Nottingale defeating Trish Adora. Yeah, what can I say, man? Power bomb for victory, Jeff.
7: Yeah, um, this match wasn't very good. Again, it, it was you know it was a fine opening match on AW Darker Dark Elevation. I mean, the one thing I can say is that Willow and Trish both were in the Ring of Honor new revamped women's division. Uh, <clears throat> so they're both, I think, from the the DC area, or at least have worked together before quite a bit. Um, yeah, you know, I guess Willow should win the match. She, you know, Trish is interesting. She she has like a lot of she's got like a lot of interesting indie titles. Like she's got like the Pan African title, but I, I think it's like a an American promotion. What the fuck, Jeff. I don't know. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to add a little a little uh, you know, commentary into it. It'll give a little give, give a little background. The
1: Pan Africana?
7: I'm just telling you that was the name of the title. Uh anyway, this, this was a match Willow <laughs> won. Big deal need to be there but it was it was inoffensive for a pre-show match it's just that there were five of them yeah that's the facebook
1: one. user says in the chat ring of honor women's division dot 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 three
7: see see i don't know if he's talking yeah. about when they were when there were like literally three women in the, they were really more like five if you you counted the allure and then there was uh kelly klein and then there was uh, grandma the the uh, uh, old, the old Japanese oh, woman, the Asian, that. the Japanese woman, right? Right. Who was their champion for a while? I mean, she looked
1: pretty mean, though. Ugh! Stop it. she, she's, I mean, she, look like, she looked mean. She, she,
7: good. Look, she, she looked like mean if you like stole some from from her laundromat, <laughs> then she chased you with a bag of quarters and oh, you, like. Such an ass. Uh, yes, I know. Um, such an okay. asshole. Such an asshole. Right. Well, the, the, well, then I'm going to be a bigger asshole. This well. match. Sucked. Well, it did. I actually
1: agree. Next, though, we got Top Flight in Dante Martin and Darius Martin defeating the kingdom in Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Can we call them the Loser Kingdom? Because seriously, I would have actually given this to the kingdom instead of Top Flight, but yeah, just a,
7: I don't I mean, guess. The beheaded. Uh, I guess this answers the question are Are the Kingdom and Maria Canellas actually on aew all elite contracts or are they on appearance clearly they're on appearance contracts um this match wasn't well they never got the all elite treatment right um maria Canales a couple times got involved in the match where she was doing the, the blocking she got in the way which which is what's happening these days but one time she just got up on uh, on the apron as if she was getting in the way, but there was nobody behind her, and it was really weird, and she wasn't doing anything to, like, cause a distraction. It was, like, really lazy if she was trying to cause a distraction. But the most important part of this match is these Martins never learn. Dante Martin just escaped having a serious injury. He was just stretchered off, like, three weeks yes. ago, and he did his usual thing that he has to do where he jumps onto the top rope, and it's very impressive, and he does his leap. Well, this time he almost slipped. He almost fell off he caught himself but he could only do half a jump and instead of a boarding he continued with it he completely missed them but there were two way two times he could have gotten injured one by slipping off the other way by his awkward fall where nobody's helping him to break and fall three it looked like a bad move but this kid is not going to have a very long career because nobody they're all saying that moves great when you hit it it looks so amazing um and they're not telling him that he only hits it half the time and it doesn't really look all that amazing and we the first couple times we saw it was like wow and now it's like eh, all right we know he can do that terrific and now jungle boy's doing it and phoenix is doing it and sammy guevara is doing it i mean ricochet is doing it that you know everyone's doing it now so it's like cool down kid mm-hmm. you're you're 22 or 23 let, let let's try to have a career with your string bean body anyway top flight got the win well, whatever, who cares? I mean, Matt a Melvin, Mike Bennett sucks. So well, that's fine. True.
1: It's such a shame, to be honest, man. But it is what it is. Anyway, let's move on to the pay-per-view proper. And we finally there, Jeff. It is AR Fox and Blake Christensen defeating Rush and Dralistico in a match. Why did they have to win? I don't understand how Roush and Dralistico had to lose this matchup. Well,
7: well. Firstly, why is this on the pay per view uh, proper? I mean, if there's a match that screams, uh, these should have been Chirisico. on the pre-show. Secondly, Roush. Yeah, true. I mean, well, you forget about Andrade. Didn't he just spend a whole lot of time recruiting Preston Vance? Ten. Why isn't he his partner on the pay per view? See. Si. Who the hell was Chirizico? See. Si. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> I mean, it, it's not, Dragon <laughs> Lee, pops not his every time. It's God's brother it's uh, not his father who's shit. this his cousin is he bringing you know uh, I mean the guy looked fine and late <laughs> Christian and AR I mean so why is this guy here instead of somebody that is actually part of it maybe I guess they didn't want Preston Vance to have to take an L here but the other thing is the ref messed up I mean were they Was AR, Fox, and Blake Christian supposed to win this match or were they supposed to lose? Because it really looked like that ended abruptly and everyone was surprised and the, the ref did it. Did it. I, I think that that wasn't supposed to be a three count.
1: Honestly, I don't know, man, because this match had planches, saw cedars. people were freaking diving all over each other. It lost me pretty much this match. And then Arush... And that end up well, it was the El Churistico, chorizo, whatever his name is, and then they end up that is the best chip. Alturisto chorizo is the best fucking name for a luchador. Someone, if you're going to wrestle in Mexico, call yourself altorizo. Yes, absolutely, like Choristica. the sausage. <laughs> this choristico, was... flabdistico. I mean, <laughs> listen. If I
7: went to a, if it was actual Ring of Honor final battle, and this was like the pre-show match, it would have been whatever, fine. Um, but this is really an AEW card, and it's supposed to be more than I don't know. Like this was Rampage, the first the first five matches, even dark, possibly. Well, it felt like an indie show. I mean, I mean, and not even like a big one. Like I, if I saw a card that had tr- Dralistico Blake. Christian, Ar Fox, And right, and, and, and the, uh, former Grand Metalik, and and some of these other guys, uh, Shinobi Shadow Squad, and and you told me that, and, and you told me that's <laughs> a stacked Shadow indie Squad. card. I think I would say it's cheeseburgers. So I probably would say I ain't paying for that. It's shit. fucking cheeseburgers, Jeff. Yeah, I, I would probably say I'm not paying to see that. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not plopping down twenty dollars to watch that live. No.
1: <laughs> if all Seth Rollins, I would be watching that just going. <laughs> I and mean, the whole way Maybe, maybe if
7: your top card match was <laughs> Jeff Cobb versus Rouge. Like on an indie show, then I'd be like, and you had like Grand <sighs> Metalik versus Toristico. Then maybe I'd be interested.
1: <laughs> uh, two years ago, that would have been your main event on Ring of Honor television.
7: Right, right but J- pretty much. Was, J- but J- I mean. Yeah, the Flamie, Flamita and Ray Horace, who's, you know, uh, <laughs> El, El Dragon Azteca from Lucha Underground. I mean, constantly fighting each other with Bandito and Dragon Lee and Rucha. And it's was, it was constantly going. you got and Banditos,
1: Reptilicos. Oh, Kenny fucking King. He would suit the fucking her business, though, because he was part of the Beatdown Club, wasn't
7: it? Is that what it was the called? Beatdown the Beatdown he sure was. The, the, one, of the, one of the one of the one Did of the. It it. He was in the Bachelorette. Remember, he's competing. He started crying about something. That's the OG her business, really. Let's be yeah. honest; it really is. Well, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say no, but I'm gonna go with the Nation of Domination as the actual OG her business.
1: Well, yes, but you know that was more political, though. You know, Nation of Islam, yeah, you know, stuff like that.
7: You saw one thing, I saw another.
1: (laughs) Come on, Jeff. But I loved it absolutely. I used to love that man. I mean, at the end of the day, Uh, Chris says in the chat, Chris Whelan, that is, will you guys be paying ten bucks a month to watch Ring of Honor? Eat a dick. We will be not paying ten bucks before we can.
7: Yeah, no, no chance in hell.
1: And I have to pay for monthly pay-per-views. Uh, uh, uh. Not even <laughs> no no quarterly.
7: I'm not happy that I had to pay uh, for this one.
1: It's it's all quality over quality in AEW. It sure is. It sure no, is. It's the quantity I mean, over quality. It is what it is. That's what I said. I said the same thing. Oh. Quantity over quality. Right. No shit. I did. I said it. Anyway, it is what it is. And that's that. Let's move on because we spoke way too much about that match. Mm-hmm. It is for your Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. It is Athena versus Mercedes Martinez for a shot at the Ring of Honor to win the Ring of Honor World Championship. And Athena does win the ROH women's world championship. As Athena was perched up high and launched for the O face Flying Stunner to get the one, two, three and become your new women's Ring of Honor champion. I actually didn't mind this match, Jeff. I thought it was a lot better than I expected.
7: It was a lot worse than I expected. I, I thought this match was sloppy. Really? And didn't Athena used to have, like, the one thing that Ember Moon had was a really cool finisher, and now she's doing, like, the cold breaker Yeah. I, I mean, it well, looked like a hard move and maybe it was, but I thought this match was sloppy, and, and there were watches left and right, and, you know. That, uh, it started off of...
1: like that but towards the end it was a bit better
7: what can I tell you the less side the better
1: I don't know man it's true I'm just saying maybe compared to all the other matches like I felt like this was the best match so far but that was just me but anywho as I said Athena ends up defeating Mercedes Martinez to become your new Ring of Honor Women's Champion
7: will we ever Next see Mercedes Martinez probably
1: again? no Gone. Right.
7: Elivvadeci, maybe on AEW Dark or something like that. But we'll yeah, you know, we'll never see her again.
1: Maybe, maybe, but she's out. She's gone. Anyway, we have Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus Shane Taylor and JD Hugh. Jeff.
7: Um, filet fish. JD Griffey is the guy's name. I guess he must be an MMA fighter because that's clearly what his his. Outfit was like, and that's the only excuse for putting him in the ring. Um, this was the least intimidating person I've ever seen that's not named Cheeseburger. Uh,
1: yeah, he's much more something than Cheeseburger, though, man. Let's be honest. I mean, come on, he's much more what? Well? He looks like more of a street guy than Cheeseburger ever would.
7: Uh, well, I mean that, that's that's a sort of low bar, but he also looked like he had his both of his eyes are looking in different directions. Um, uh, are you calling him a cockeyed? No, the opposite of a cockeye. Uh,
1: that's what we call people that that, that have cross well, eyes. is when they're, they're, they're both, this way. His we're both looking this
7: way. This is like a Marty Feldman kind of thing. Oh, uh, what do you call that? I don't know. What, what you call would you that. call that? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what's the opposite of a cock? hen I don't know. Who's <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. I, I, maybe hen I'm going to go with anyway. Something? Whatever it was. He Listen, cares. this match ended exactly the way I thought it was. I, I said that one of them is going to ban the other one, but somehow uh, you, that, uh, this time Swerve is going to leave him, and but somehow Keith Lee is going to match to win the match. The parts with, with Keith Lee and Shane Taylor and, and Swerve, those were good. Um Shane's a... Shane they, were, they were absolutely... I enjoyed this match. Yeah. Shane did well. Um, and once I got past the guy's physique, the, the match was good. And the, and the part where he's saying, mom will be mad, mom will be mad. I mean, I don't know the backstory. I, I don't know if they're supposed to have the same mother or <coughs> or whatever it is. Um, just the same mother. I, I don't know. But Shane has an odd physique. But look, just if he was a Samoan, you know, no one would say anything. He's too big down here,
1: man. <laughs> like His waist, his butt area, man, he's just way too wide, which makes him look a bit, you know, odd. It like He's sort of pigeon hat. Looks like Humpty Dumpty, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's like um, the penguin from Batman.
7: Yeah, but he's big everywhere. Like, his arms are big. Everything about him is big, except his yeah, head. Yeah, he's big, size. he's big. But, again, if, if, <laughs> if his true. name was Umagor, if his last name was Anuai, everyone would be like, yeah, that's what he's supposed to look like. Yeah, but
1: even the Samoans don't look that fucking pear-shaped, if you know what I mean. Yokozuna says, hold my sake. He will, okay, okay. Yokozuna is, is an exception, but generally, they can. they got the potential to get pear-shaped. I mean, Rikishi was pear-shaped, but it kind of suited him, if that made sense. It was like, it wasn't as bad, the proportion to his body. I don't know, man. Whatever I is. Taylor, I hope Shane's this
7: in. into, a, into a contract because... And I'm saying this. I'm saying this when I say I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not being smarky. I don't know, but I don't know how somebody that's getting older with that build, how long they can keep up this kind of career. I mean, it just looks like hip replacement, double hip replacement, you know, is in, (laughs) and probably double knee replacement is is in the future. And I'm not trying to be. I'm surprised his
1: knees haven't given out. Yeah, and and
7: and especially Yeah, it's, it's unhealthy, man. And working the Indian Ring of Honor style that that he's mostly working. Now, he's mostly a bruiser, which makes sense. But he's got a great working punch. He can talk. And, you know, I I think he'd be, I, I think on TV, he'd be interesting. I'm not saying he'd be a giant star, but I think he'd be an asset to any promotion.
1: Absolutely. But you could also say the same about Keith Lee with his body. Like, he should sort of lose a bit of, well, I think he has a little bit, though.
7: I don't know. He seems to be, I don't know. He seems, you know, I I think it's disposition, but yeah. uh, I thought Keith looked okay in this match. Uh, When he was in, it was definitely slowed down, but he still seems to be doing like swantons and cannonballs and and dives when he wants to, so you know. I I would rather see him wrestle like Shane and maybe only every now and then pull out the the big stop, but um, Uh, you know. A, Keith looks like a big defensive lineman. Shane Taylor just looks like I mean he looks like a sumo wrestler. He look it's it's just like it's it's like a whole different thing. I mean, yeah, he could also probably be a D lineman. Thing is I I spoke to Shane Taylor and like apparently like boxing was his sport. Like he was a boxer.
1: He does not look like a boxer. <laughs> I
7: don't just know, neither, like neither did but, Butterbean. Uh,
1: anyway, but that's true Butterbean, yeah, that's true. So anyway, Swerve ditches his partner. Lee won anyway. He survived the pole drive from Taylor and knee strike from Griffey to kick out on both covers. Lee ducked the high kick from Griffey, which blindsided Taylor upside the head. Lee crushed Griffey on a fireman's carry power slam for the one, two, three, and I guess Swerve in our glory holes keep on going, Jeff.
7: Right, Just Despite themselves, they 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 still win, and and I I don't really mind them being sort of a begrudging team because I don't. There's not a lot of room for a single Yeah, star. neither do anyway, I,
3: actually. Anyway, I,
7: I like this match. I enjoyed this story. It furthered what's been going on on TV for a while. It was the first match that felt like it belonged on a AEW slash Ring of Honor pay-per-view. And let's stop pretending true. this is just Ring of Honor.
1: It's true. It's 100% true. Well, anyway, let's go to the next matchup. I thought he enjoyed that match, that tag team match. I hope Shane Taylor has some promising future in AEW or Ring of Honor, whatever it may be, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, Our next matchup is for your Ring of Honor World 6-man Championships. It is between Brian Cage, uh, Khan, Toa Leona, and that's it, And that's the Embassy, versus Dalton Castle and the boys for the 6-man straps. And to, to my not surprise, the Embassy ends up getting the win.
7: In a fun matchup. Yeah, it wasn't that. This was very much a Ring of Honor match, and and the story here was very simple. Uh, the, the boys used their speed and their skill, and and Dalton Castle uses his ta- tactics. But eventually, the power guys were too powerful, and and uh, you know they they caught up and and delivered the the crushing blows and. You know, I don't think the embassy works that well together, but they look good, and I guess they'll only get better. So, I mean, it's about time they won something because they've just been like the butcher and the blade. They've just been, you know, a, a trio of, of, you know, jobbers, basically, after being introduced like they're going to be the next, you know, you know killers. Uh, so they finally won something. They won some gold. So so Brian Cage won actual a real belt before both Hobbs and Starks and Hook. So, he, I guess he's the ultimate winner out of yeah, Team Is Does Ring of Honor Trio's title yeah. count more than the FBW yeah. title? It's that's, that's an interesting debate.
1: Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. That is it's an interesting closed. debate. I'm not too sure. You know what? Maybe we'll have that in our upcoming end of year award show as a category.
7: Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting debate, but not for now. Not for now,
1: though. Um, there's something I was meant to say about this matchup. Now that I've totally forgotten, damn it! Oh yeah, Brian Cage coming out to Mortis. The throwback to good old Who better than
7: Canyon? Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, you know, one you know, Tony, there's two things about Tony Khan. He, pays he trained him, by the way, and he'll and he'll pay licensing fees for music. Well, yeah, like if you
1: remember Canyon. Chris Canyon and uh, Mortis, Brian Cage literally came out to his old garb, like what he used to wear, but like a modified version. But still, if if anyone doesn't know, they were all color coordinated. They were all wearing green and black. Mm. But Brian Cage was wearing the actual mask that Canyon used to wear as Mortis. You know, I day. him wear the
7: mask, but I, I didn't put it together.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Now you know. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the embassy become your new Ring of final World Six-Man Champions in a fun matchup. I mean, Brian Cage looks like an absolute animal here, man, though. I'll, I'll give him that. And he's looking bigger, dude.
7: He is. He's, he's definitely bigger and thicker. And, and yeah, that's great. I, I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I'm more interested in the other two guys because I assume that they're younger. I know Khan is younger. And well, uh, they're not Brian Cage who've been wrestling the same way for a long time. Uh, but yeah, it, it's fine. It's 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 good. New era of Ring of Honor. Dolphin Castle and the boys are the old era. I don't know that they're going away or not. Um, Dalton Castle is always a fun act, but to take them seriously as champions, it, it's hard. It's true. You're right.
1: Anyway, speaking of young, though, we've got our next matchup, Jeff. It is for your Ring of Honor Pure Championship between Willa Yuta and Daniel Garcia, your champion. And whoopity whoopity whoop, Will Yuta ends up defeating Daniel Garcia to become your new ROH Pure fucking champion. I don't care about either one of these two. The match went for 14 minutes and 50 seconds too long, in my opinion. Um, whatever. Whatever cool you does your champ Jeff what do you think
7: I echo exactly what you say except for the part where you said cool even though I think it was sarcastic I hated this match I found it was. I don't I I didn't you know and the whole story was that Daniel Garcia was using the the rules and forced the 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 punch and and you know Yudo used his rope breaks there and in Ring of Honor pure matches that should mean that you win the match because you you exploited the rules that you that you were the smart one and, and that didn't happen and it's not like wheeler you to one in some clever way he just won um now have we had the announcement about the tv not being tv been made earlier it would have been easy to pick because of course he's going to go with his his you know his the what's left of the i mean the blackpool combat club seems ridiculous say since the guy from blackpool's no longer there um but but whatever okay. you know, of course of course he's gonna go with 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 that. If and you know, listen, nothing says minor league like Willa Utah except for maybe Daniel Garcia. So I didn't I didn't give a rat's ass about this match. If you if you told me I fell asleep and it happened, do you, do I want to rewind and watch it again? I or watch it once I'd say no. I, I you know Hell you know no yeah. I don't know that it's so clever that he forced of Yuta to punch him in the bit. I think it just shows that of Yuta was stupid. Um, he didn't force him to punch him.
1: <laughs> yeah. I couldn't care less about this match. The second this match went on, I was sudden the zone off, man, straight up. And, and I don't I hate pure off. wrestling
7: matches. Whatever, I uh, think when the whole show was based around pure wrestling, if you have one pure wrestling match on a three-hour show or three-and-a-half-hour show, that's fine. Or, you know, one on a two-hour show, that's, that's that's fine. The problem with the Ring of Honor is they would have four pure matches on a one-hour show, and be like, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. It, it is what it is. But, yeah, I was glad to get past this match on not line. But, yeah, really, it is your new ROH. Fucking pure champion. Are we going to keep him here at least in Ring of Honor now or is he going to still be all over fucking our screens like tonight on Dynamite?
7: Um, I'm sure he's going to be on a little bit until they actually finally explode the, the BCC, which is uh, coming soon. But uh, if, I had a, if I had one wish, it would be Apparently. that Wheeler Yuta is relegated to Ring of Honor and I never have to see him again. <laughs>
1: That'd be awesome. I agree 100%. Uh, anyway, Jeff, let's move on. Udo is your new Pure champion. But next...
7: Mish calls him Wheeler Uterus. <laughs> I've heard people call him really wow. Useless. <laughs> Jeez.
1: He should be really Uterus, as a matter of fact. But next, it is for your Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. It is FTR versus the Briscoes in a double dog collar match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team World Championships oh man ah oh, look I'm not gonna lie I loved this match don't get me wrong but was it how do I put this without sounding like, a, like
7: an idiot was it overkill? was this match just way overkill? if you get where I'm coming brutal, from it was brutal and I've never seen I don't remember ever seeing a referee get bladed so much that he's dripping blood that they need to have another referee come in. I don't know if that was oh my if that God. was done over if that was a, a part of the story. But I'll, I'll say this: this match was this match. If you didn't think it was spectacular, there's no denying it was a spectacle. And this match almost made this worth forty dollars. Um, now, no one match ever does that. But this match was terrific, and, and you should go out of your way to see it unless you're squeamish. And if you're squeamish in Bloodverse, you know, blood don't see it because this was very much R-rated. This this had as much blood as, as you know Halloween kills had in it. Um, but it was a spectacular match, and the Briscoes won, which we were in the minority of predicting. I just figured they'd give one bone to Ring of Honor. If nothing else, and why sign the Briscos if not going to give them titles? We said it, we both said the briscoes were going to win this fight. I, I said we, exactly we're in, we would have my arms, sorry continue, yeah. Uh, and uh, right, yeah, exactly. And, and FTR's losing ways continue. Uh, and the only thing that that solved this is in the end, the stupid gun club came out and, and you know beat down the, the <laughs> FTR and just dumb. We didn't need this here.
1: Why, though? Why did we get that, man? I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. I but, thought this, yeah. I thought this Them was boys. It was. It was spectacular. It was a little bit of excess, shall I say. You know, a little bit too much. But, as per usual, a million near finishes. We had everything. I mean, it was brutal. What can I say? Like, we had everything this match. FTA end up losing the matchup and uh, the Briscoe brothers are your new Ring of Honor Tag Team champions. I believe for the 13th time, Jeff.
7: Yeah, it's something like the 13th or 15th, whatever it is, if I'm sure it's a Raptor.
1: Unbelievable. 13 fucking times. Like Enrico Boni said, there was a line where he was saying they, they care about the Ring of Honor Tag Team championships way more than they do over their family over their, you know, their wives, their parents. Because look what they're leaving in the middle of the ring for these Ring of Honor defunct Tag Team World Championships.
7: True. Sure. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, this, 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 was, this was a great match, but it was so good, it sort of overshadowed the rest of the card going forward. This probably should have been the, the main event. Um, and I am someone who says been. that the world title should always be the main event, unless there's there's a very important match or something that you know is going to be spectacular. And they knew this was going to be spectacular, so this should have been the main event because no, nothing could. Because after this, like you're spent, and and that's part of the the price of having. Yeah, that's it. guess Yeah. Four meaningless matches in the in the zero hour, and at least one meaningless match during the pay per view proper. So, you know, people start to get tired. I agree
1: with you one million percent there, Jeff. You're spot on. But, and it felt like that. I'll be honest, when I got to this matchup, I thought, oh, we're at the main event. We're done. I kid you not, by the end of the match, I was like, oh, yes, we're done. We're finished. And then to my horror, I heard the commentator say, "Well, well, we've still got two more matches to come. And I'm like, what? And then I remembered, it's Joe... Chose match and the Jericho match with Cicero, whatever, Costagnoli, and we'll get into that. But anyway, them boys, the new fitting time, Ring of Honor, World Tag Team Champions. Where do we go from here with the Briscoes? I don't even know, but I'm excited, but I want to see them, I won't lie, in AEW.
7: Well, where do you go with them? Where, where do you go not with the Briscoes. Where do you go with FTR? You're not seeing the Briscoes in, in AEW. I mean, that, that's been made very clear. Uh, Tony even acknowledged it in, in a rare bout of honesty. said, I tried to get them on TV, believe me. Um, but FTR has now lost to the acclaimed. They've now lost the Ring of Honor Championship. They're finally advertising I'll the matches it, they're going to have in Japan to a Japanese team. So they're probably going to lose the IWGP. The Triple A titles will probably never hear about them. They'll just disappear one day. <laughs> it's also,
1: it's a, it is an absolute closing down fire sale at FDR.
7: Yeah. Um, so, where we go with FDR? And, and that's that thing at the end where, you know, bleeding and batter, you know, he still have, Dax has to call to the mic and go, Gun Club, we're, we're, we're coming. We accept. Top guys out. You've just lost two title so matches sad, in like bro. four days. And you're like, and you're laying there bloody, and your top guys out. Shut up! Just shut up! <laughs> I mean,
5: I, I just can't shut up!
7: That. He's, like he's, Jeff like, said. he's like a good performer. I just, I mean, I hate him so much.
1: Yeah, you no, know, because he's a fucking idiot. That's why, Jeff. Right. Straight he's up, if he kept his mouth shut, I'd be a huge fan of his. Seriously, shut the, the fuck big, up, Dax. you big baby. Just go Do away. yourself a favor. Yeah, grow the
7: fuck up, man. Just delete your Jesus Twitter. Jesus Christ. Just, de- you know what I- Just deactivate it. You don't need it. Say old school people didn't have social media. The end.
1: 100% spot fucking on, Jeff. It's facts of facts. Alright, this motherfucker needs to be a man. Straight up. Mm -hmm. I mean seriously. You need to grow the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. They're men. They're them boys. They're men. Not these. Unbelievable. That we had to say it, Jeff. That's the truth. (laughs) It is what it is. And you know what? If I was fucking Cash Wheeler or I'd be like, fuck this guy. I'd so turn on him by this point. Call him the biggest loser because he's gone soft um
7: yeah uh yeah um yeah i i you know i mean this whole thing this whole this whole story about you know dax being this great singles wrestler i mean i wish cash i would too but the thing is the two of them should never split up they should be like the rock Wrestle and roll of the team. year
1: jeff that
7: we're calling i don't know what to continue say. on though sorry no, that's. I mean, they 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 should never break up. They they should never break up the act. They 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 shouldn't be tempted by it. The whole thing is stupid. It's uh. It's,
1: just... it's as it's asinine and grow the fuck up.
7: Yeah, get get a manager. Just get and a fuck shut the up, fuck up. That's it. And yeah. <laughs>
1: Fucking bring Tully back. God damn it. Yeah. Seriously. Anyway. Or Arn, he's still around. Oh, they're so yeah. Could, or Arn. couldn't I need an enforcer to tell them to shut the fuck up.
7: Right. Jay, yeah, could Jake he? could speak for them. That yeah, easy. he could,
1: actually. He's, he's Very
7: methodical. Yeah. All right. Oh, for sure. So, I agree. Yeah, that's all true. Right. So, so, who, so who, who'd Samoa Joe fight again this, this week? Oh, Juice Robinson, another uh, up and coming new star.
1: Yes. <laughs> The up and coming new star in Juice Robinson. Yes, you're right. It was for your Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Let's just say Joe ends up winning via muscle buster and sealed the deal, Jeff.
7: You know, this was not a bad match. It's just the whole thing with Juice Robinson didn't make sense. It's anti climactic. It right. His only history with Ring of Honor is coming to Ring of Honor to, to form a new faction to try to replace the Bullet Club. And they all got hurt like night one. And but he said it, and he, he, he still told- is Bullet Club. I, no, but they were lifeblood then. It was him, Mark Haskins, uh, David Finley, Tennille Dashwood, and Bandito. That was their group. And uh, Tennille got hurt right well, away. Finley got hurt kids. right away. And Haskins is always hurt. And basically after three, like after one Haskins. taping, which was like you know, two months of TV on Ring of Honor, Juice Robinson went back to Japan and he told New Japan, never send me to Ring of Honor again um anyway <laughs> the, the, the match was fine you know Samoa Joe won which we called good um Samoa Joe I think has been killing it lately I like what he's been doing I, and, and I like this match it just it, it nothing could live up to Matt so I would call this the third best match because I thought the swerve in our glory Shane Taylor thing was I'm just pretending that there was a different body there other than JD Griffey. Um <laughs> you know, but th- these, those were the three top matches of the night. And I'm including in that the, what's coming up next, the, the main event, mostly for the ending, which I'm sure we're going to have plenty of fun with.
1: Absolutely. And let's move on. Because, By the way, um, for those
7: of you who are watching us, Dynamite, yes. Death Triangle uh, won their match against uh, the Elite. So they are now up three to one. Because Nick Jackson wouldn't let them, or Matt so Jackson, so one more let victory it, and they're yeah. done, right? The the uh, no, it's it's still out of four, but yeah, but the, the, because there would be no drama to the story where the death triangle was up three to zero and they came back up to to win four. But uh, okay,
1: anyway. so the elite now are going to go three zip basically next.
7: I don't know. Uh, they, they're they're teasing like one of the Jacksons got in. That's what's going to happen surely. I mean, that's that's what should have happened if they want to do it. In Probably. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess if they go three zip versus that's four That's exactly what's going to happen. But I mean, remember that Yankees Red Sox year where the Yankees that's went up three nothing and then the Red Sox won four in a row.
1: I just don't like predictability.
7: This is too predictable. I hope Nick they swerve me, but at the same it, time, doesn't it doesn't make sense that they by, do. Uh, Don Callis and Michael Nakazawa. Hold on. Wait, wait. Does this look like a work or is that it a shoe? It looks a work. If it was real there, they would at least have medical there.
1: I'm not watching it, so I don't know. That's why I'm asking you.
7: Yeah, no, so I... obviously I, it's a no, work, I but anyway. I on, obviously. Uh, MJF's cutting a problem now. Anyway.
1: Well, that, that would have been appropriate. But anyway, let's move on to the main event. Uh, well, we'll there's one more thing. I think I missed oh, no, it. doesn't matter. Anyway. It is your main event. It is for your Ring of Honor World Championship. It is between Claudio Costagnoli and Chris Jericho, your champion. And uh, this match it was good. I'm just so sick of Castagnoli, man. I'm bored every time I see him. He's great in the ring. And sure, that finish was great, too. I mean, I love the 30... I love how the fans keep saying Ocho every time there was a Confused when they were saying 18 or 28 in the count.
7: Uh, agree that I know from Claudio, but anyway, no
1: less. Yeah, agree that Claudio was I'm boring. I'm so bored of this guy, dude. Another one,
7: he's boring, dude. Yeah. He's been Had exposed on TV w- for sure. For the, we would for the have the Boring Jericho. motherfucker, that Vincent. said. Yeah. We, we would know, we would know that Jared was winning but i did not i like the jericho i'm the greatest ring of honor champion of all time i'm the Ocho. This, this was it was working but you have a title for three and a half four months no you're it not was. i mean he should have held it for a long time and i did not like the finish everyone everyone so like i remember when i went to disney world and i got on that teacup ride and i tapped out or i remember when i went to universal and i went on those spinning things and and uh, I tapped out, but they awarded the victory to my four-year-old. I mean, no, this is not this, this, that 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 <laughs> is not that's not a submission. And just because it's never been done before doesn't mean it's it's interesting. It's never been done before because it's stupid, and and it was stupid, and it was dumb and abrupt and it didn't make any sense, and it was weird. I admire that Claudio spun him around twenty or thirty times. I mean, I know it was it was like over
1: twenty-five. It was Thirty-two times, I believe, or thirty-three. Yeah, it was. It that, was. That, that, the, you know impressive. what? Jerko looked good in this match, though. Yeah. I felt that that, that roll up, that reversal that Jerko did from the swing, was fucking nice, dude. For a guy his age to pull that off, I was actually quite impressed. From from the swing, from the swing he tapped out. No, the first the first attempt of yeah. the swing
7: before yes. that. Yeah. Well, he must Jared have missed was- it. Jericho's pretty good. I mean, he, got, he, he you know, he got himself into, you know, good shape for, you know, I don't know what's going on with his chest. I mean, I do, but it looks weird. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I think Jericho should have stayed the Ring of Honor champion regardless of TV or not TV because it was interesting. And you could still put on Dynamite, at least, you know, not too much Ring of Honor, but the world champion is fine um, just so that people watch it because ain't nobody watching Honor. But anyway. I, I thought it was a stupid ending. I know some people like it. I don't know if they're just <laughs> pretending to like it or if they really like it. What, whatever. Um, same answer to Wheeler. I don't want Claudio forever banished to Ring of Honor, but I'd be fine with only seeing him on AEW TV once a month.
1: Fair call. Well, anyway, Jeff, as I was saying, Jericho uh, loses sorry, to Claudio Costagnoli, who becomes your new Ring of Honor World Champion and via 33 swings, which was funny. I I liked that that finish, but I couldn't care less. Unfortunately, about Claudio Costagnoli, great worker, great wrestler, sure. Great guy even. Boring as shit, though. Straight up, it is what it is. I'm sorry, everybody, it is what it is. Anyway, Jeff, let's take it home, dude. Tell them
7: where they can find you. On Twitter, at IcarusFellMD. Um, You can often find me on the PwC here with uh, our friend Jimmy T. Um, I was on uh, Next Level on the Hami Media Group today, and uh, so obviously some of our other shows cross-pollinate with the Hami Media Group, including Live Our Review Shows and of course Uncaged on Channel Attitude. Um, Hammerlock Hangover is my non-Jimmy T. joint when I'm not a guest which with Big Daddy Cool Steve Peña, and Garden of Doom and Garden uh-huh. Views are my non-wrestling shows. Garden of Doom is things to go bump in the night, theosophy, mythology, some pop culture in there. Just, you know, anything that makes me curious, whether it's history, alternative history, geopolitics, something that's scary, vampires, you name it, it's on there. Again, Garden Views is sort of like a uh, cousin show. You know, it's uh, more topical, more legal, uh, more policy-based. Uh, but still fun and interesting and, and stuff that, that I hope is useful to, you know, people everywhere. Um, so check that shit out and uh, enjoy. But that's where you can find me. And, uh, you know, that, that's it for me. I, I, all I got to say is stable, evil, my friends.
1: Stable indeed. And just quietly, Jeff, I don't know if you caught it on Monday night, but did you see the channel sign on Raw?
7: I did not, because I did not watch Raw on Monday night. I watched it Tuesday morning, and it was so bad, I think maybe I spent 30 minutes watching the whole thing. (laughs) And it was still bad.
1: That bad, huh? I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Well, I'll find out when I catch it. But anyway, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter, at PWC Network, and also at DJMazsbergs. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWCNetwork.pubbing.com where you can find all our shows. Also, subscribe to channelattitude.com. where five bucks, you get to hear me. And could be Jeff, could be Jago, could be anybody. Talk AW and in specific AW Rampage. Also, like and subscribe at hamidmediagroup.podbean.com where you can find all our affiliate shows and the blow-off PW Hustle and everywhere else you can find us. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's... The Evil Double PLE, Evil Dose, Jeff Lindman, And you've been watching and listening to the PwC Ring of Honor Final Battle Review Show right here on the PwC Network. And we're out. See you.